0: Love, talk,
1: radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to What's the Word? The show that's about finding out what inspires people to succeed in their respective careers. My name is Siobhan John, and thank you guys for joining me. I had the honor of chatting with Monique Cabell, who is the founder of Pineapple Athletics, a company that offers personal training online and in-person training as well. She is a certified NFPT personal trainer and CanFit Pro personal trainer and also has competed in the World Body and Fashion, Bodybuilding and Fashion Federation in addition to running her uh, online business as well. And you're going to hear how she got into the fitness industry. Now, uh, Before we got to get to this episode, I want to say that uh, it's sponsored by Volano Media which is a marketing agency that helps businesses um, uh, navigate social media to build a loyal audience and, in the process, become more profitable. And you can visit the website at www.balanomedia.com That's as Victoria, A-L-L-A-N-O, media.com. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this interview, and a uh, happy new year to you guys. And we'll see you all next year. Monique. Hey,
0: Monique Cabell. Uh, welcome to What's the Word.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for firing this back up and letting me be one of your your first guests again.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. welcome Thank,
2: back you. To <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank uh, you. I'm going to start off with a quick icebreaker question, and that question is: uh, Who's your favorite foot? Uh, what's your favorite uh, team?
2: My favorite football team. I'm a yes. Raiders fan. Obviously, growing up in Hawaii, you're either Raiders, Seahawks, or Broncos. So, <laughs> I am really? a Raider. Raider Nation. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, uh, it's interesting in our house though, because Dan, as you know, my my partner, he is a, he's a Broncos fan. So we don't see eye to eye all the time. That football season, yeah.
0: Oh, really?
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow
0: okay that's that's interesting that's interesting
2: yeah i like the underdogs what can i say
0: (laughs) that's true well uh well i will i will say i'm a 49ers fan okay and yeah no need but it's i mean not in some way mean with you know not having a team growing up on islands and you know but for me it was I became a 49ers fan because of watching my first football game I ever watched was the Super Bowl, and that was when the 49ers won. Ah, and, yeah. so they got
2: and you. So that,
0: yeah, <laughs> that's my team.
2: Awesome. That's my team.
0: Yep, all right. So now, can you share about uh, Pineapple at your company, Pineapple Athletics? Yeah, I can. Um, so I guess
2: what happened was. Uh, We were actually, uh, Dan and I were just hanging out at home one night, and we were thinking about, you know, making uh, merchandise for my clients, I guess. And as you know, my business uh, is MKH Fitness. Like most trainers, you just name your business, you know, your name, and put the word fitness at the end of it. Um, Not really super (laughs) creative. but uh, And he started doodling, and he was – He was like, you know, like, we should make something like this, and then you could even, you know, maybe change the name of your company or, you know, maybe people will want to wear it because growing up in Hawaii, uh, my grandmother always called me Pineapple. So, like, that's always been my nickname since I was a kid. So, he actually, I have a sticker roll here. He actually, I don't know where my camera is. Oh, it's really bright. So, he actually drew this. He doodled it, and then we sent it in to a graphic designer, I think, on a 48-hour logo maybe, or Fiverr, I can't remember, and they just professionalized Fiverr. it, yep, and, uh, and then we threw it on a couple of sweaters, and they sold, and we were like, okay, so we have something here. People like it. So let me tell you, people really like pineapples, <laughs> so go figure. <laughs> So, you know, it was kind of just for, you know, you guys, my clients. I just wanted, you know, you guys to be able to represent, have some cool merchandise, you know, feel like you're a part of a community. But now it's bigger than that. So we have new stuff coming in. We just ordered some more shirts and some more sweaters and some new styles. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. It's, yeah. People like That's- it. And actually, I was just telling a girlfriend, I was just on a run, and I was just telling a girlfriend that. Um, pineapples are a sign of uh, welcoming, so they symbolize welcoming people, so in Hawaii you see a pineapple it's welcoming you give people pineapples It means welcome friendship, warmth, love so all the good stuff.
0: Wow, that's awesome okay all right <laughs> so so now so now what does led you to to get into fitness competition?
2: um this was a really long time ago. I have to remember I'm getting old. <laughs> um I was actually working out at the gym and a girlfriend uh, was at the gym who does competitions. She recommended that I do one. So I trained for one, I did it, I really enjoyed it. Me, I'm very competitive, so it kind of worked out that way. Um <laughs> I did Pretty well. I've always placed, you know, top five. Uh, and then I went on to get my WBFF Pro card, and then I relinquished it to compete in a different federation uh, where it didn't do so well. And then I just kind of, you know, got busy with work and found that the balance for competition and growing a business is a very hard thing to to marry. Um, you kind of have to pick one or the other, right? Your focus needs to be on what you want to grow the most. So.
0: But seven so shows cool. under my belt, so I think I think that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, like the typical. So basically, uh, you know, because I know that I've seen that um, you know many people have you know they they have regular work and then they compete. Yeah. So what so the time, so for most of us who may not understand this, how difficult it is to you know to you know, to to do this type of competition and, and keep a daytime job, you know, want you know to you know, to to be able to you know to keep keep fit in some ways.
2: Yeah. Um, a lot of people do compete and work full time. Um, obviously when I was working full time in health and safety, uh, I worked twelve hour days and still managed to train for those. It is exhausting you are hitting your you're hitting your hormones quite hardly with stress because you're you're overstressing your body just from working and then working out an extra 2 hours and then dieting so hard it's just not really it's funny cuz people who look the best typically don't get there from being super healthy right so it's kind oh, of wow. yeah it's kind of ironic um, but you know, you do it for a day, so you you work really hard It's short term, it no more than 16 weeks of prep. You have the day, you compete, and then you go back to your normal life, but I just found balance-wise, it was very difficult, it's very hard mentally to push through a lot of these um these barriers that you you kind of set up, and it's usually time, you know? You don't have the time, you have to work, you have to take care of your family, you have to take care of your home, you have to take care of yourself. Uh, So it's just easier for people to just focus on trying to be healthy versus, you know, trying to be the fittest person alive, because the fittest people alive typically only have that one job to be the fittest person alive, right? And can
0: train yeah. all the for that. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. So, so now, uh, now I know that uh, you know, with social media, you, you mentioned earlier that uh, like you know, with social, like you got your you got your uh, company, the logo done by someone on Fiverr. Yeah. So
1: how
0: so how has uh how has the internet and social change changed businesses, especially those who are com- and like like have like a health and fitness business How has that helped?
2: Um, I think it's it's kind of a double-edged sword because not there's a lot more information now which is a good thing but there's also a lot more information now which is not a good thing right because how accurate is the information and people will believe anything it seems like if someone has you know a ton of followers, they must know what they're doing when the reality is, is you can actually buy those followers. So how do we know what's real and what's not? And how do you know who's certified and who's not? And how do you know who's providing you with good information or not? So it's really, it's a double-edged sword because it can go either way. Like sometimes there are people um, like, we'll say for example, Brett Contreras, the guy, the, the glute guru who has really good information out there um, all backed by science and then there's other people who maybe have the same amount of followers who are producing just content not valuable information that people listen to and can potentially hurt themselves. So Hmm. it's tricky because like who really knows who, who to listen to, right? Like who's verifying that this information is accurate that they're putting out there? But I would say if someone uh, the, has a Ph.D. or an M.D. or a doctor or, you know, years of experience, definitely listen to them versus someone who just looks really good.
0: I want to delve deeper into that because you mentioned about, you know, followers, you know, followers and all that. I, I know that that's like I've, I know this happens a lot, you know, and, you know, some people get duped by that. Yeah. Especially like if it's like uh, you know if someone who is like how like you to guru on all that all that junk, yeah. and then then all of a sudden you know they follow them and then all of a sudden they they pay the business pay with for them and then then they end up not getting no results. So how can how, what's the best way to discern discern these types of uh, these types of uh, tricks basically? Really honestly, I don't.
2: Like what I tell what? a lot of my clients and my challengers is to, to verify the information. So just because you see something once online doesn't, don't believe the first thing you see, you know, Google it, uh, see what other people are saying, um, how, what qualifies this person? Do they just have a large amount of followers because they are, you know, posting all the time or are they just posting themselves all the time? Do they, do they have the education in the background to back up? what they're saying because there's a lot of bad information out there but there's also a lot of good information so i guess use your judgment and you know obviously hiring a trainer so if you see stuff like that and it you know triggers something in your in your mind you can go and ask actually your professional that you pay hey is this legit should i be doing this and they can give you a good answer and i
0: know i'll piggyback on that You know, it's like switching towards the fitness industry because, like, for many might not know, you're, like, you know, you're you're a trainer, personal trainer, but you also do online training. And, but, but what's so different, you know, from those is that she, for everyone that's watching and who's going to be listening, she is a, she's a certified trainer. She has uh, different certifications in Canada. And also in in the U.S., which is uh, which is like uh, you know backed by science and everything. So she's the one that I that I can trust basically because she has that background, she has that certification, and those are the type of people that you know many can look just to just a research to see what, you know who's you know if if they are legit because of the certifications. Like like there's many who have apps and all that stuff. You know, with their workouts and all that. But if you if you don't see the certification, then you probably must have must run basically. Yeah,
2: yeah. Or just you know, don't take it to heart because I think there's also you know this can go the other way where people are certified but they don't walk the talk. So would you want a trainer who was not in good shape, who didn't work out, who didn't practice what they preached? Um, right. So you kind of there's there's a lot of expectations for someone like myself who, who wants to uphold the standard where y- you need to be motivated by me, but I need to be doing the work to show you that, you know, this is possible to do, backed by, you know, certifications, education. Um, there's always new information coming out. So you really have to, it's, it's twofold, right? Like you've got to walk it, but you also have to know it. So, <laughs> so neither one alone is good enough. In my opinion, if you want to be, you know, the best at
0: coaching. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. And but it, but it's really unique, though. So so now I got. To, I know you're not. Let me let me try to phrase this question as best because I know that you know for many Instagram is a place to be at, you know, to because of of the industry. So so for businesses, what platforms should there be like say if they're like if they're like a writer if they want to communicate like you know which social media platforms they they should be on depending on their business
2: for well for a writer i don't know um if you've heard of medium but like they have um they're a platform that you can actually write for and you can get paid for it um there's also it just really depends right twitter is really big for for businesses and people always turn to it for the news um, my girlfriend, Mindy, is a social media manager, and she, she actually taught me, you know, if something happens on Instagram and Instagram's down, you go and look on Twitter and see what's wrong, right? It's, it's our new news, I guess. Um, but when it boils down to marketing, uh, Facebook is king always. So crazy, yeah. right? Like, and, and I don't feel that way because I don't use it as much because I'm over Facebook. Um, but yeah. Facebook is king, and I think it's the whole way to play for advertising too, right? So you can run Facebook ads, and you your reach is bigger there because everybody has Facebook.
0: Okay, so let me play a little advocate there. So even if,
2: so so basically,
0: like with followers, you don't, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, what if you just want to just share the message without worrying about how many followers you have? Because like you mentioned, there's some people that have valuable information, but yet they're not well-known. But yet there's some who have the large following, but yet most of this stuff is not up to par. So what can you say to that?
2: If you just want to share your information with people, then, you know, it doesn't really matter what platform you pick. (laughs) Right? I mean, personally, I, I like Instagram, and I think it's just it really targets that, you know, your your mid twenties to your forty year olds. Um, if you look at your analytics, you can you can see as a business like who you're targeting. Um, they do have really good analytics on Instagram as a business page. Um, but you know, as far as as a platform that's better than another one, I honestly, from the marketing. Information I've gotten has always been Facebook, but if you want to share information, it doesn't really matter. It's whoever you're sharing it to, just hopefully they listen. Um, You know, I don't share a ton of information on my, on my page. Um, I do on my challenge page. I try to, Um, I just feel like it's just, for me, it's kind of so overplayed in so many other ways that I don't feel like it will set me apart from anyone else. So it's still trying to work through that infographic, like what's gonna make this different and how am I gonna, you know, spread the right message. So the best thing for me is, is for people to work with me and then I can teach you everything I know. <laughs> 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 oh, that's what seems to be working best for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I agree. I mean it's I guess, you know, you learn you learn a lot over the over the years, like, you know you like like not, there's no one correct way to do business. There's, there's various various ways, like different approaches that work. it. Yeah. So, um, but and now now I gotta ask this. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of a good way to frame this question. Um, who, who would? How important is um is being a is mentorship?
2: Okay. Wait, what about it? (laughs) Uh,
0: No, like how how important, how how important important is it to...
2: Yeah. So I have, obviously, I have um, my own theory on it and my own little, little approach. And it's, it's, everyone in your life brings you a a level of, of value, obviously. Um, Some people teach you lessons, some people, you know, whether they're good lessons or bad lessons, um, everybody brings something valuable to the table. But if you are looking for people to inspire you and, you know, teach you and help you, um, honestly, it's, it's very important to answer your question. But I have happened to be fortunate enough to, I don't know how these connections happen, but... They happen for me, and I call them my life pod. So it's what people are selling as masterminds. I feel like I already have that in the people that I have become close to. Um, the Mindy Harleys of the world, you know, for social media. Um, my web guy is a guru, uh, like like legit. Like I know everyone says this about their web guy, but he's a genius. Um, photographer friends that I have, they've they teach you how to take better pictures by yourself. Everyone is willing to share what they have become an expert in if you just ask the question. Everyone wants to teach somebody something, right? So, hmm. so I have been fortunate. I call it my life pod. Um, it's, you know, it's people who, if I have, you know, questions about health and fitness, I go to my coach, who has been my coach for 10 years, and he has taught me how to train people. He has taught me how to be a better coach. He's taught me how to be a better athlete. He's, he's taught me how to not be such a baby. <laughs> he's toughened me up. Um, but we've worked together for so long that that relationship is, is based on, you know, I go to him and I know, even though we won't always agree on things, I respect him to the point where when he, when I need advice, I know I can turn to him and he'll give me good advice. So mentorship huh. is very important it's important to surround yourself with people who can mentor you though not just have a mentor who can tell you their opinion right oh. yeah
0: so so basically wow so like so basically it it does it's not ha, it's not like like in your case it's not uh you know mentorship it's like your life part but it's like for anyone it's you know, anyone could be a mentor indirectly even if they're even if they don't if they're not officially mentored because you're you're surrounded by them. Like Absolutely. on a daily basis. One
2: hundred percent. Like, you know, what what your expertise in, because I know you, if I ever have a question about something that you have you know, um, perfected, I would come and ask you and that would in a sense make you a mentor too, right? So it's just a, sh- a share of Knowledge that you you've obtained and I don't think that there's any one person that's, you know, the perfect mentor for anybody else. It's just, you know, the people that you surround yourself with should be able to To teach you things and help you grow as a person and vice versa. Like it could always be it should go both ways. Right. And I think at that level in a sense are your closest friends not your mentors then or your parents not your mentors, right? I know my dad has walked me through some things before, so you know it's nice to be its it's comforting to be able to know that you know people who who can add some valuable uh, advice when you have a question
0: yeah definitely definitely and and of course now I, now I should ask up so how important is is intuition because I know you're 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 very keen on that,
2: mm-hmm. especially. What is the? Sorry, what is the question?
0: Oh, intuition. What about how, it? how important, like how important it is to? What's your thoughts on intuition, basically?
2: What's my thoughts on it? Yeah. You should really get Mindy on one of your podcasts. You know that.
0: I'm, I'm going
2: good. to. I'm going to invite <laughs> her the on. The manifesting stuff. Um. So the older I've gotten, the more the more I notice things um, the lessons instead of you know when you're younger and something happens to you and you're like, oh shocks and you kick rocks and you and you whine and you don't see that there's a lesson behind it mm-hmm. and most often things are blessings in disguise right So it's the universe is redirecting you to mm-hmm. rescue you instead of redirecting you because it's beaming you. You don't see that when you're younger. You're always like, oh, you're the victim when you're a kid, right? You're like, oh, man, why did this happen to me? But as yeah. I've gotten older, I've noticed, and I don't know if it's just because I changed my perspective or my mindset, but I've noticed this whole law of attraction thing to be very, very real for me. Um, I, You need to listen to your gut, and now they have proof that you have a brain in your stomach. So it's actually your second brain is your gut gut instinct telling you things so you should always listen to it in my opinion Um, I have a habit of listening to my gut and just following what my intuition tells me to do and so far it's worked out for me (laughs) but I'm not saying everybody should do it right but for myself it's led me it's led me to where I am today and I will tell you that I'm a very happy healthy um, young woman so it's, it's worked out for me. You, you like to listen to your intuition too, hey?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten better at get, gotten better at that in over the last few years now. And it's, it's one of those things that it's, it has, it has helped me. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest at times, I think, you know, in that phase of, I'm like, you know, at times I'm thinking, you know, what if like, you know what? What if I went a different direction? But at uh, the mm-hmm. same time, I've, I've and I've I've struggled with this at times, but I've but I've gotten better to the point of where hey, that's in the past, and you know I just gotta focus on what's happening, and and that's what that's what I do. That's that's what I'm getting better at, and and I'm I, it's like I'm I'm starting to see, I'm starting to know what you know when to listen to it and when not to listen to it, and. Yeah. That's one of those things, too.
2: It's and also, dreams. And also, what? Dreams, too. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing because a lot of times you might feel like you're crazy, right? So you're like, am I just being crazy? Is this real? What's going on? So I'm always, for me, anyways, I'm always, I just trust that the universe is going to provide me with something. I just, I truly believe that if you're a good person and you're trying to make an impact in the world and you're you're pushing towards good things that you're not going to be redirected into something that's not right for you, um, whether it be a lesson you need to learn um, or you know something that you need to experience to grow more as a person. Um, I just I really truly believe that if you believe it, it'll work out for you. But you have to believe in yourself, and I think that's that level of self-awareness that we get as we as we progress in our journey in life, right?
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. So uh, three more questions. Um,
2: okay, fire away. If, <laughs>
0: if you had the opportunity to to spend one day with someone you admire, past or present, to learn from, and I know, some, and of course, I've learned, I know that, you know, things happen for a reason and people are meant to be in life, but if you had that opportunity to spend one day with someone, you admire past or present, who would that person be?
2: Um, it would probably be um, my great grandmother who passed away when I was six. Um, everybody says that I'm a lot like her. And she was, when I was a little girl, we, we lived together. She lived with us and she was my best friend. And I feel like we would have a lot to talk about. So I think that would be the one, the one person past <coughs> who I think I could learn a lot from and just maybe, you know, fill my heart to spend some time with somebody who has the same, same bloodline as me, (laughs) same family (laughs) member that I wish I had an opportunity to to have gotten to know.
0: Awesome. I know
2: not, not your typical answer. Hey, Um, otherwise it would would be my grandfather, who is her son, uh, who is, to me, the smartest man in the world. So I would love to spend a whole day with him, hanging out, learning about, you know, technology and <laughs> LED lights.
0: <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. so where can people find out more about uh, your company, uh, Pineapple Athletics?
2: Um, so we have a, we have a website. Uh, it's it's pineappleapparel.co.com. We have a Instagram page, we have a Facebook page, so it's just PNPL uh, apparel. And then as far as the athletics portion of it, which is the online training, um, that is still just under my name on Facebook or Instagram. You can hit me up if you're interested in training uh, online. As you can see, I have clients all the way in Texas. I have a, a very good client in, a. Palm Desert, California, too. Okay. So I seem to resonate with, you know, uh, the warmer climate people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: awesome.
2: um, but, yeah, there's not. that, uh, I am limiting my online clients because of the challenges that I run. Uh, they're just getting bigger and bigger. So, and I want to keep it, you know, kind of like a tight community. Like, it's nice to have. You know, like-minded people rooting for each other, and it's nice to it's nice to work with good people.
1: Awesome.
0: Well, so Monica Bell again. Thank you for joining me yeah, on What's the I'm me, no problem. I'm truly honored. Uh, do you have any final words for our audience who are watching here or on Facebook Live, or who will be listening to this in the future?
2: Um, I can't think of anything right now except. Uh, if you are struggling with something, I guess this is just a piece of advice that I've I've learned this week, um, and we talked about this because I hate being on video, <laughs> the obstacle is the way. So if you just push through your uncomfortable, you know, that that stuff that just makes you not want to do things, uh, there's there's light at the end of the tunnel, always.
0: Awesome. Uh, Monique, well, again, thank you for joining me on Way.
2: Thank you. See you, Shabal.
0: All right.